Please note, this show is entirely supported by you, the listener. Without your kind donations, we simply could not produce this podcast. If you want to keep hearing more from us, please visit patreon.com forward slash news and you'll get the podcast before anybody else. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 43 of the Brewdog News Podcast. This is being recorded on the 18th of May 2020. We're your source for all the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the world of Brewdog and craft beer. And joining us directly from London, it's Mr Andrew Watson. Hello. Excellent. Uh, and uh, also joining us, but not directly from London, it is Joanne Love. Hello everyone. Coming up on this week's show, we've got news about the biggest ever giveaway that we've ever done on this podcast. Uh, Brewdog Bars in the USA, they've started to reopen. Hot Drop, it's gone, it's no more. We welcome Brewdog now. Brewdog have launched their hard seltzers. That's going to be fun. Uh, EFP3 got an unexpected, unexpected, oh, see, terrible, USA. You know what I'm trying to say. And 15 stories in 15 minutes is back, and as ever, loads more. Standard disclaimer time, we're all shareholders in Brewdog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of Brewdog. <clears throat> so, I have done this for ages. Without further ado, let's play some theme music! We're definitely bigger than we used to be, but we're still inconsequentially tiny in the context of the global beer business. Why are you a punk? Am I a what? A punk? I really like beer and I like to drink it a lot. We wear our heart on our sleeve and we do things in our own terms. Am I right saying that Brewdog is trying to make crafted beer popular? Aye aye, Brewdog News Podcast. It's Blackie BFL Melbourne again. Have we start again? And a huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters, especially the ones that have stuck with us uh, throughout all this. It's been really, really kind. Uh, so many people have continued to pay and help us out, which is very good. And I'm, we're already coming up with sort of plans to see if we can continue doing the video thing and try and work a few things like that out. But anyway, right, I'm blethering on. More importantly, Joanne, Andrew, what's going on with you two? Um, just working from home, drinking some beer, making some beer, making the most of it, I suppose. What you what what are you making, Joe? That's oh, more interesting yes, than everyone so, else. Um, yeah. So I was supposed to bottle uh, my vanilla chai mild at the weekend, but it's not finished fermenting, so that is still sitting on the side, having a little bubble. Uh, I think I'll bottle that this weekend. And then on Friday, I started a pina colada milkshake pale ale that's got sabro hops in it that have got a little bit of a coconutty and tropical smell and taste to them. Oh, Andrew doesn't like that. <laughs> a pina, I'm sorry, a pina colada what? Pina colada milkshake pale ale is what I'm making. Look. Yes. If it takes you longer I, I, to say I, it than it does to oh. brew it, it's probably... <laughs> it's going to be brilliant. I'm going to put pineapple in it. It's going to be great. There's dry hopping cannot, going on. Cannot <laughs> abide lactose in anything. Oh, like yeah, no, stout. you're and not going to like this. There's too much of it. Wow. And what's worse is then people do lactose IPAs and then they put them on nitro and it's just like... <laughs> can't even describe it like a horrible foam banana thing going on it's just oh dear well good luck i'm just I'm, I'm glad I that i can't <laughs> go the hour outside of london to pick some up yeah i'll keep all that to myself 
Do you know what? I was I was listening to a, a podcast about podcasts the other day, and they were saying one of the worst things you can do in the world is just drivel on at the start and not actually <laughs> deliver any content. Oh, we're but doing you know that what? again. My opinion is, look, if you're here for an hour and a half anyway, you're not going to mind a few minutes at the start where Joe and Andrew have a chat about weird... <laughs> How terrible my beer is. ...beer production. <laughs> right, anyway, go on. Meta is that. I know. Podcast about <laughs> yeah, making podcasts. podcasts. Who have you become... <laughs> I know, but what if uh, there are several podcasts about making podcasts? So I'm thinking about starting up a podcast about podcasts to make podcasts. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, yeah, coronavirus. So Rob, Rob said, oh, we're, we're doing videos so we can't do too many edits. So the yeah. business is the public and the patrons are going to have to watch and listen to all this. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, CV19, uh, USA bars are reopening. Uh, and things like that. Uh, I'm going to be doing some clicking here while you guys are talking. Bit of a controversial one, this, but yeah, uh, keen to hear what you think. Um, is it too soon? I mean, is it sending shivers down the spine, or is it like, well, that's what the Americans are doing, go for it? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel that... My perception is that Ohio was slightly better than some other states in terms of prioritizing lives over profits. Yeah. If they've decided it's okay, then maybe it is okay. I'm not going to pretend to have been all over the news. <clears throat> Personally, the best thing I've done in the whole coronavirus outbreak was I deleted Twitter on the 2nd of April. I've not watched the news since the 3rd of April, so I couldn't tell you a thing about rates or anything like that so huh. maybe it's right maybe it's wrong ultimately Brewdog themselves will make the decision that gives them for them the best balance of protecting their employees with protecting their employees livelihoods with letting the business continue with letting people get out and about get good food and good drink in a safe environment which is crucial for mental health i would hope they've been at the middle of this weird venn diagram as is appropriate for each place yeah um, it, it's weird. I just I saw something ironically on Twitter where just someone said, "Yeah, the the reopening of things in America, it's it's like a really uneasy feeling for me, and I really feel like that. It's it's it's, it's uneasy. Um, we've obviously you know Doug uh, guest on the show very regularly on the show later on. You know he's still very much of the opinion that everybody should be isolating and things like that. And there has been comments on the forum about you know brew dogs should be sort of you know being a hundred percent this is the right thing to do i think it's everybody's everybody's learning here i just i hope it's not uh, i hope it's not a decision anybody regrets put it that way it feels weird being on this Atlantic, not on the ground there trying to make a judgment truth be told in the same way that bd57 the brewdog bar in oslo reopened last week yeah I assume it was the right thing to do based on what JB and, and what David have said. But I guess we can really only speak for what's happening in our case in the UK and in the, the villages, towns and cities in which we live. And personally, I think here in London, they'd almost get away with reopening bars soon um, based on uh, the little bits of data I have seen. But maybe up in Grampian, Rob, you, you're a bit further away. So I think we just have to trust that the authorities and the business are trying to get the measure right. And they will get some stuff wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they're trying their damnedest to 
make it work. Um, I don't know if you remember, Breedog put this blog post out uh, and uh, there was a little video. They've got a short video here. I'll I'll try and play this in for those who are watching us. But um, yeah, I thought this was quite interesting because I remember at first I was thinking like, this is ridiculous. Uh, you know, there's there's no way we can they can do all these things, cleaning tables down every five minutes and all those sort of things. But um, I don't know, the, the more time's gone on and I've been chatting with... Um, uh, Ian, the landlord of the world-famous Newton Arms, and he's saying, okay, we might have to actually do table service. Would it be feasible to have some sort of app so as the staff don't have to be going up to the tables more often than necessary? And I'm thinking, blimey, if he's thinking like that now, if, if that's the lines that he's now working on, then, uh, you know, absolutely, then I think I think... I think what I'm trying to very badly say is that as much as I, I thought this was a bit ridiculous at first, now I'm thinking, well, that's probably going to be the only way that this is going to actually work. And there were people in pubs who don't do it and people who, you know, are supposed to be joining in and taking, doing the social distancing and will just abuse it. Um, but I think the majority of people, especially where I, around the village where I live here, they will respect it and they will do pretty much exactly what they're told. I just still will have that reservation that... Once people have had a lot of drink inside them and they need the toilet, are they really going to wait on like some sort of one-in, one-out system? And at that point, is there a slight element of potential sort of liability that the, the, the pub isn't doing enough to protect people? Or is it entirely on the people? Is it going to cause big arguments? Is it going to be worth more hassle, more hassle than it's worth? Who knows? So my understanding is the situation is dictated by an act of parliament. You would hope that when things are permitted to open up, there will be a further act of parliament that removes any liability on the tenant and the landlord of the premise. Basically, you go at your own risk on the and here are the guidelines that they should all use. But we'll see. I mean, Joe, would you go to a bar next week if it was open here? No. <laughs> you no, see... I think it's too. I think it's too soon. I would if I knew I could keep, if I could do it socially distant. But my brain's going, I would love to do that because I'm being selfish and I would like a pint. Mm. On the other hand, I'm thinking, if if 100 Rob Coopers did that, then you're not going to be able to move in Brewdog Castle. Right? We're all going to be out the street. And then it's, of course, you've got to get a transport there and back. Yeah. And, you know, and I am going to be under the influence of alcohol. So it's like, I almost want the government to go, okay, everything's safe again now. And, and we just go back. But yeah. obviously, they just keep saying over and over again, that's not going to happen. A hundred Rob Coopers, can you imagine? <laughs> With or without backpacks? I'm just going to yeah, move on from... That's how you stay socially distant, is everyone wears a backpack. Yeah, and then that the back, the backpack jokes have been making a resurgence. It's, it's always around AGM time that I start to get them. I really should have the thing on display behind me again, but never mind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just one other quick thing to mention on that. Um, someone on the forum, uh, I can't, I can't think who that was on the forum that suggested doing face masks. Uh, but face masks are available now, so um, yeah, you can. Uh, they'll be out in the UK. And the nice thing here, James has said, is that as with the US, every sale uh, that they get here, they'll also be making a donation. So uh, you will be, you know, supporting folk, which is nice. So yeah, yeah, good, good suggestion. Whoever came up with that. <laughs> I can't take credit really it was in the books a long time ago no. anyway uh, right next you, you can but well done Robert 
Thank you. Right, <laughs> next up, um, EFP3 in the USA, that got an extension. Um, and it wasn't received too well by people. Um, mm-hmm. I really, uh, there's not there's not too much to say on it other than that. It's certainly something that we've seen heaps of times here in the UK is, you know, to the point where it would have surprised all of us if, if an EFP raising round actually doesn't get extended now because it, that's the MO. Um, but in America, it really seemed to do so. And uh, I, I know, folk, apologies if you're listening to this. What I'm showing the guys just now is um, uh, Brewdog Jason, who we had on the podcast, uh, the, the CEO of Brewdog America. He really, really took a long time to explain the decision. And he's absolutely clear on this, that he's, he very strongly feels that they didn't make this decision uh, until all the circumstances changed. Um, so, I don't know, do you, do you, I don't want to be like that guy, but do you believe him? Do you believe there was never any plans to extend BrewDog USA? I'll take that uh, silence as a, I don't know. I, I do. I mean, James James joined us when the sometime around was it the 20th of march yeah maybe later maybe the week after and i got the impression he didn't really know what the business was going to be doing a couple of hours later let alone a couple of days and a couple of weeks later um i think it's perfectly plausible that it was a very late decision it sounds like legally it's more difficult to extend over there than it is here so yeah. if you're going to get special dispensation the real brew dog hating cynics will say, oh, they're just taking advantage of the situation. But to be honest, if they feel they don't have enough staff or staff are potentially off isolating or furloughed or that they're, it's just tasteless almost to chase that extra last rush that each round has had in the UK and in the US, then fair enough, extend it so that you can chase those last minute investments right when it's more appropriate to do the marketing. Yeah, um, sorry, I was taking a drink of my juice there. That's uh, you caught me off guard. The uh, I thought you I thought you were going to go into a rant or something, but no, you didn't. It was quite good. Um, yeah, okay. Well, J- Jason sings there. Um, the folks who um, you know felt a bit disgruntled that they've been working really hard to get the referrals and all that, they were understandably upset. But um, it was a little bit like, well, in the UK, we've been through that pain before, so. You know, it's a bit patronising, but yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully they'll sort folks out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, don't have a huge amount to say on that one. So let's move on. I mean, um, okay, I'll, 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 I'll do my rant if you want. Go on then. Please. Ah, I've triggered him. Minor rant. You, ne- <laughs> you, never f- you never forget your first Brewdog disappointment. And I say that with a degree of love as well as a degree of sadness. Yeah. That at some point following this business there's something that will let you down because for a few reasons you know we all get really invested in it emotionally because they are doing something that we love you know we're we're very precious about our drink they're doing something at the forefront of a lot of what they do even if they're not the first that that was bad english but even if they're not the first to do something they're usually the first to scale it up yeah or do something big in the certainly uk craft beer scene um, so we get really excited about what they're going to do at scale that literally does bring craft beer to the people. And then the crowdfunding thing, ultimately, fulfilling benefits proved to be a nightmare. I mean, friends of the show, Cam, spent two years as head of investor relations, basically, and spent a good amount of his first year sorting out the previous raise before he joined. I can speak to it. I 
put a, I invest in EFP4 in the, to support the launch of the distilling company. And the, I received six bottles of gin, six bottles of vodka, the old lone wolf ones with the rubber bands when they launched. Oh, yeah. Still waiting for the whiskey when that's ready. I'm not expecting to receive that whiskey because undoubtedly I've fallen off a spreadsheet somewhere. You know, that's my level of expectation and benefits for investing in, in Brewdog is that eh, if they appear, they appear. When I got the gin, the bottles and labels were all damaged to a couple of months. I was promised replacements. They've still not arrived. That was three years ago. That's just the way it seems to be. Benefits are not fulfilled well. Um, they always bite off more than they can chew. And like I say, you never forget your first disappointment. But I'm still here, still drinking the beer, still placing orders. It is what it is. So for our American friends... Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're so British and cynical, are we? Oh, it's just, it's just nice, just a bit rubbish. Great, that's exactly where we want to be. Joe, speaking of things, yes. speaking of rubbish things, no, that doesn't make any sense. Good things. Uh, what's your next story for us? So, hop drop. Hop is drop. No more. Yeah. It has been rebranded slash. There's a new website, which is now called Brewdog Now. Brewdog Now. So, yes, for your delivery and collection needs, if you are lucky enough to be within delivery and collection range of a bar, unlike which Andrew me. Andrew is the only one who is. <laughs> then now you can go to Brewdog Now. You don't even have to have an app, although the app is being rebranded. Oh, mine has been rebranded. Mine has too. Um, and order from a bar near you for delivery or collection. Um, as someone who can't do that because I'm far away, I would like to point out that I popped onto it because I saw that there was going to be a Burley Oak Meet the Brewer and I was still able to join into that Meet the Brewer because the Zoom link was on the app on BrewDog now. So it is sometimes worth just going and having a little look and see what's going on on there, even if you can't get things delivered or go and collect anything so yeah posting the uh, there. posting links to zoom chats publicly that usually yeah, goes quite well doesn't it? yeah uh i particularly like the time travel aspect to this uh i don't know if you if you're on the video again you're going to be able to see this um the earliest collection time for Brewdog Castlegate uh, is currently 1935, and it is 2023. <laughs> so that was best part of an hour ago. You were, is the earliest time you could possibly collect. So, um, but yeah, being a bit unfair to them, so because it's a bit new they, and all that. Have they got it set to GMT? I suspect so. I suspect they've so. Some, they've done some tweaking, haven't they? Because everyone was getting brewed, uh, getting Brewdog Brisbane for a bit. I uh, yeah I a had a far to go. as a web developer I had a little bit of a look in the code for this website and then I immediately closed my browser and said I was never going to use this service so <laughs> there we go I have Tamsin's have... used it though and it works quite yeah, well yeah no Tamsin has been using it and it's been yeah. going fantastically well for her exactly as you said so yeah no complaints there what do we think of the name Brewdog now so they changed it because that's supposed to make people feel like they're going to get their beer now as opposed to soon so, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think Hop Drop was a particularly problematic name. It, it I was quite nice. Liked Hop Drop. It, it was nice a thing that you could sort of call. I think Brewdog now is a bit forgettable, but maybe in a few months' time, I'll say no, it's not forgettable at all. It's, it's Brewdog now. It's good. 
I suppose it is a much more encompassing name. Well, I suppose Hop Drop was a bit more about <laughs> table service, wasn't it? You had a bit more of a focus yeah. on the table service, whereas yeah. this is the now go and collect your stuff. So I, I see, I see where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Fair I think Rob, you've just hit it, which is it's more repartable, if that's a word, or more flexible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, what's the next one we've got? Andrew, I think you've got this one, haven't you? I'm waiting for my tweet, Twitter account to load up. Brewdog have launched Clean and Press Hard Seltzer. Now, I'm not sure what the world has done to deserve this, but alas, Brewdog <laughs> have chosen to launch a hard seltzer in the wor- world, which is basically really, really, really fizzy, fizzy water mixed with Rogue Wave vodka and some sort of fruit flavours. Now, I ordered two cans with my AGM order. I think there was a was there a kiwi one and a passion fruit one and this was from the the trial run. Yeah. Um the kiwi was okay. I had two sips of that and then drain poured it. Passion and unfortunately fruit and the drain just smelled of vodka, not of kiwi. Brilliant. But I also had the passion fruit one which was hideous and I had one sip of that and then drain poured it. So I was ready to say it's horrendous and slate it, but then a good friend of mine often on a night out will drink just vodka and soda maybe with vodka, lemon, lime, something like that. And uh, he ordered some, and he said, actually, it's quite nice. Well, one of them was quite nice. The cherry one he had, he said, was horrid, but uh, he had one he quite liked, so he will now buy this more often. The only feedback he has was the nice tall cans that are in the marketing material don't exist. They are just 330ml beer cans with stickers on at the moment, so hopefully that will change soon because they do actually look quite good. So, clean and press hard seltzer. It's a big thing in America to drink. It's, Huge it's thing over there. The sugar, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. Which can't be a bad thing. It is so, a bit of a surprise see to see Brewdog doing it. But. It's a cash flow thing. They experimented. They decided to release them to just monetize the stock they had. They seem to have done all right, so they've made a bit more. And if people buy it and drink it, then fine, whatever, please. It's make me drink it again. Yeah, we'll not it's bring up the choice uh, to consumers. We'll so. not we'll not bring up the association of white claw and the far right in America and all oh, that God. sort of stuff. There's an Alaskan brewery that's doing one with spruce tips in it. Spruce tips. Mm-hmm. Because they're in Alaska, so they've got lots of spruce. Oh, okay. that would be amazing in a West Coast double IPA. Oh, do you know what? If you want piney resin? Literally put piney resin in. I've had a spruce pale ale in Alaska and it was absolutely gorgeous from a brewery called Skagway Brewing Co. I had a can of punk the other night. (laughs) I mean, not recently. Not been to Alaska any time in the last few years. Um, Seeing as we're talking about USA quite a lot, I am going to, a bit unusual for the video viewers who's going, what the hell, you do an advert? Yes, we do an advert in the middle. We like to give BrewDog a little promotion if we possibly can, as well as all the negative things we say about them. And one thing I have got is this BrewDog USA. It's the EFP3 video. Uh, And you'll have heard this on the podcast. I've played the audio a lot of times. But the American version, to my surprise, is very slightly different. It's been sort of cut and edited in a different way and some other bits added. So, yeah, uh, hopefully if you listen on audio, that'll be kind of vaguely interesting. Uh, if you're watching on uh, on the video... Sorry, if you're listening on the audio, that'll be interesting. If you're watching on the video, 
uh, then you'll get to see all the extra bits. And I don't know why I'm repeating myself. Joe, help me out. Uh, give us a teaser question. Uh, and I have to say, normally I've been writing these in the past and I said to Joe, can you give me a teaser question that me and Andrew can answer? I'm hoping this hasn't come up before and I've missed it. Okay, so... Mashtag is a series of beers where the style, ingredients, and even the label is voted for by beer drinkers. Uh-huh. But what style was voted for in 2013? In 2013? Oh, right. Yeah. Here's that. Beer like it was. Beer like it should be. Beer like it will be. Welcome to Planet Brewdog. In 2007, Brewdog came howling into the world. Over the last 10 years, we've taken that business that we started in a garage global. We first came to Columbus in 2015, and now we've built this. But we are just getting started. We also own and operate over 80 amazing craft beer bars, helping more people get their hands on world-class craft beer. And in 2018, we also opened the planet's first ever beer hotel in Columbus, Ohio. From our brew house, to our canning line, to our building, to our team, everything about BrewDog USA is built for rapid growth, as we look to combine Europe's most explosive craft brewer with the world's biggest craft beer market. Expect fireworks. We are an alternate small business, part owned by 100,000 people who love good beer as much as we do. Our equity punk community are at the heart and soul of everything we do. We wear a heart on our sleeve, and we do things on our own terms. And we do some crazy shit. Helping us turn an entire industry on its head. Being a great employer is core to everything we believe in. We share our profits with all of our team, and we even give team members a week off work when they get a new dog. We call it paternity leave. A clever name. Thanks. Fueled by our passion for beer, our growth has broken all types of records. We're the number one craft brewer in Europe, and we won't stop until we're the number one globally. Our simple mission is to make other people as passionate about great craft beer as we are. And in terms of that objective, we are just getting started. Yeah, so there we go. The USA EFP3 video and audio for you. Uh, Joanne, you were mean before the break. Please continue to be mean. I was. Um, so, what style was voted for by the public for Mashtag 2013? I am. I have absolutely no idea. Uh, I'm going to take a random guess that it was... Uh, elderflower and... Uh, Raspberry. Not even close. Something fruity. <laughs> Andrew? Um, I cheated because I wanted ah. to see if I'd had it. Unbelievable. And I hadn't. Hey! Fourteen's the first one I had. So you're going to take a guess? Brown ale. Brown ale is correct. Ha! Huh. Wow. Had hazelnuts in it. Mashtag 2014 was the first one I had. And I absolutely love that. It was an imperial red ale with Ooh. citrus, with orange. And I actually gave that five out of five and untapped. Ooh, which must is quite have been something. good. Oh. And I must have had that in the Camden bar back in 2014 or something. Well, anyway, sorry, that's... Oh, nice. Didn't they re-release 15 recently? Got some bottles of it out. I think I had that recently somewhere. Yeah, 
it was per permutation of the first one, I yeah. thought. But maybe it's mellowed to be nice. I don't know. Hmm. Oh well. Um, anyway, right. Yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that diversion, folks. Um, Okay, 15 stories in 15 minutes, guys. Let's see if we can do this. Uh, the problem we've got now is we have to really try and do it because there's a <laughs> clock on the screen oh, nice. which says 2029 at the moment. So if we don't do it in 15 minutes and I have to end up editing it all down, then people will know that we've cheated. So <laughs> who's going to kick us off? Oh, it's me. Uh, do you think you could, go on. you could cover up the clock? I, could, I mean, I could, <laughs> but... You know, magic of television. I, I think we should have a new level of honesty with our uh, viewers and listeners. The or, things are um, interesting. We have to start saying audience. Emma Desena is drinking hard seltzer just now. Need to get her on is and she? see what she thinks of it. <laughs> hmm. right. on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Very good. Right, anyway. Uh, right, first one. I'm going to kick us off. 15 minutes. This week, Brewdog will be delivering a free shipment of sanitizer to every care home in Aberdeenshire. Uh, that was up on James's Twitter feed. Not too much to say on it, but uh, yeah, as you can see, if you're watching on the video, uh, I'll better switch on to the video. Quite a few very nice gifts, which is great because a lot of the time James gets nothing but grief, but sometimes it's just a no-brainer that he's done something really good there. So yeah, very, very happy with that. Uh, that's my one done. Who's got the next one? Me. Joe. Go for it. Um, so, Beatnik 2020 has been voted upon. The, the, there was lots of really interesting ones in there, but the two finalists were 500 Cuts Rum and Raisin Ice Cream Imperial Stout versus Maple Bacon Russian Imperial Stout. And the 500 Cuts Rum and Raisin mm, Ice Cream Imperial Stout has won. I voted for that one. By 66% really by the looks of it. Yeah, oh, is that a thumbs a down oh, no. from you? Did you not want that? Did you not want a stout, Andrew? No, I wanted bacon. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Well, it was. I think it was a tough choice between the two. It, it, it was. I just. I thought the ice cream bit. I, I'm just so fed up of lactose in my beers. Yeah. yeah we've had enough pudding and pastry and dessert stouts. So anyway. Now, see, I'm, I love me a post pastry stout. <laughs> well, let's have a talk about a beer that doesn't have lactose in it, Andrew. <laughs> so. Brewdog have historically struggled with lagers. I've been, I remember 77 lager, I remember fake lager, I remember this dot is dot lager dot. And then after that, the sort of 2016 to 2018 edition was Kingpin. And that was then replaced by Lost Lager, which now has had Robinson's Cordial added to become Lockdown Lager. And the big news is that Kingpin is back. So two times ago's lager confused you soon will be uh, anyway they've made it gluten-free so it'll be a dedicated gluten-free lager which is a really clever move because um my local supermarket has peroni gluten-free and that's always sold out as well as vagabond but for the lag drink here's brewed duck lager so it's been packaged in cans i've seen those out in the wild and when the bars reopen there should be a kingpin tap on as well so it's harmless, doesn't hurt you if you're not celiac or if you can take gluten, it will still taste good. And if you can't, well, happy days. Excellent. Um, my one's the next one, and it is I haven't got uh, anything to show you on this because uh, Brewdog announced a while back that they were going to do the uh, punk, uh, Pack of 12 Punk. Uh, I think it was Help for Heroes, something like that that they called it, where all profits from that pack would go to um, the NHS charities. Seems to have gone from the online shop. Just before we recording, I was trying to find the link. I can't sort of see it. So unless I'm being completely blind 
or the shop's a bit weirdly laid out, which it changes every day at the moment. So I can't find it. But yeah, that it is a thing. It was sold out because... It was sold out because free delivery weekend is now coming to a close when we're recording and yeah. there is no stock of anything. Yes. Ah, that makes sense. Okay, it's cool. So that's my one covered then. Uh, who's got the next one? If we're going in order, me. it must be Joe. Oh, and it's funky. It's, it's funky. Oh, so Overworks are creating Funk Hammer, which is a take on Jack Hammer. It is a breaded version. So it's brewed with the House Brettanomyces strain, Ooh. aged in folders for three months and dry hopped to the brink and back, apparently. What uh, does that loaded mean? with pithy citrus zest, resinous pine and a lasting dry finish. This put, put on the store just after I put in my order, so I haven't been able to order any. Brilliant. <laughs> £24.95 for four bottles, mind. 330 yes. mils. See, I don't think I want four, that's the thing. Uh, for three thirty shipping, well, free shipping. You got nothing to lose. It's just the beer cost. Well, apart from twenty five quid <laughs> for th- four bottles of beer. I mean, P discount. Yeah, bless your discount. I, I'm always well, the one. P discount. Let's cash back. Uh, yes, cash back. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've all been yeah. getting into our cash back, haven't we? This week on our little group chat, organising this. Yep. Got Rob on board. That could have gone in my my Burley Oak and uh, Alchemist order. Very annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'd probably try. I, I agree with you about having four, though, and that's the problem with the bundles in the store. But yeah. that will change soon, hopefully. But I would get that on Hop Drop, I think, if I was going to test, try that out. Oh, so I would definitely yeah, try it together, out. But no. yeah, 25 quid for four, three, 30 mil bottles. You've got yeah, to love that. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm always the one saying to you know people who go, oh, you can't believe you'd pay that for a bit. I, I'm always the one saying, no, look, it, if you know how long it takes, you know the work that goes into it, and it is fairly priced. It's so just it's one beer. It's expensive. <laughs> uh, I really reason. like it to buy more than one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew. Next. Go for it. The Brewdog Distilling Company have um, done another variant of Lone Wolf. This time it's Lone Wolf Cactus and Lime. So ideal for all of you who are wanting a Mexican hit or if you miss Oaxaca. Um, so this is their signature citrus gin with kefir, lime and queen of the night, which is a fragrant cactus flower that comes out after dark. So it's spiky notes with juniper kick. Um, it's uh, quite nice. People have had it, which is good. Joe, citrus, is that something you like to put in drinks? Uh, sorry, yeah, cactus, yeah. should I say? Yeah, yeah no, okay. oh, oh, this sounds interesting to me. I don't like gin, though, so but I, I would be willing to give this a try. I'm not going to buy a bottle, but huh. if and when bars reopen, I would give it a go. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I've got the next one then. How are we doing on time? What's my clock saying? All right, that's okay. We've only been going five minutes. We're plowing through them. Um, nice. Clock's two minutes slow. No, there's just a two-minute delay between the it getting from there to your eyeballs. That's all it is. <laughs> <sighs> Kidding, of course. Right, anyway, uh, let's have a little look here. We've got uh, something called Jagged Edge, which has been uh, been spoken about quite a lot in BrewDog circles. Uh, James was actually posted about this, looking for feedback on the can design. I'm always a little bit... Uh, whenever James like says that he's looking for feedback on something, I, I'm always suspicious, going, are you... Or are you just looking to go, hey, we've got this new thing coming out and here's a good way to tell you all about it. But anyway, uh, yeah, here it is uh, on the screen you can see. So it looks like, how would you describe it? It's a standard brew dog can. 
uh, but it's got uh, imagine uh, on the right hand side is white on the left hand side is green and instead of that white and green being a straight line down the middle it's a jagged edge it's a oh. jagged edge do you see what they've done there it's the same colours as Jackhammer. Yeah, that's it. So Wee. it is basically being dubbed as Jackhammer, but with uh, without as much uh, ABV on it. So that'll be really interesting because uh, I'm, and again, I, I would defer to the more knowledgeable beer drinkers in here, which is you two. But uh, yeah, are you? It's not. Is it not a factor that the percentage alcohol does have a massive impact on the flavour profile? Well, Jackhammer's a double ipa isn't it so that's is jack technically double or is it technically just a end of a single no i think they do they they do uh call it a double ipa i'm sure in my brew dog open arms the other day where we were talking about double ipas jack hammer was being referenced heavily so i think it is considered a double but they IPA. call triple hazy Triple Hazy is not a triple IPA. That no, too that's weak. not a triple I, so that's I not. They call it triple trust Hazy. Dog on this. Um, now that that yeah. question did get brought up. Now what what was the answer? It's only really a double because of the because of what the ABV. So anything that's kind of 7.3 and above is a double. Huh. Stylistically. Huh. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thanks Paddy. You're doing a great job on your beer schools. Uh, Andrew. Amen. Next up, Pulp Patriot Blueberry has come out in the United States. Pulp Patriot was a fanzine favourite mm. in the UK. It was then scaled up and brewed in the US, and now they put blueberry juice in it. So get that in America if you're there. Yeah, I'd really love to try that one. Yep. That, that sounds good to me. Sounds amazing. It does, doesn't it? Joe, have you got the next one? Yes, I have. Um, James has posted on his Twitter that there is the Brewdog 2020 photo competition. Put a fun Brewdog photo as a uh, comment against his post. And the three with the most likes will win £250 worth of Brewdog beer. Ends Tuesday the 19th, which for us is tomorrow. Blimey, Um, 747 replies. Yeah, there's loads. There's there's some really good ones. Did you see the one that a guy's built a Brewdog bar in his garden? Uh, I'll just uh, for the uh, for the audio listeners. I'm just scrolling past podcast on Tamsin, who's posted oh, up yes. her, her, our own Tamsin. Yeah, posted up the pictures from the uh, the brew day that she had as her dogs on deck, which was uh, she talked all about on the podcast. You can go back and find that. Oh, there's doggies. There's a cannon on estate in the countryside. Uh, someone pe- seems to have posted. Vincent Van Gogh. Oh no, I seem to have gone down a rabbit hole. No, I'm actually going to completely the wrong thread here now. No, I didn't, Joe, but tell it, paint a picture for the listeners. Yeah, so this uh, gentleman has built a garden bar. So it kind of comes just out of his, out from the wall of his house and then straight along. He has flattened Brewdog cans to cover the top of the bar. Then he's got bottles and cans in the order that he's drunk them, making up the wall of the bar. And then he's created a sign that's the same as the bar signs, but it says Garden Outpost. It's brilliant. I want one. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of time on your hands, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, was, he wrote on it. He was like, this is my little lockdown project that I've been doing, and I wasn't going to post it yet, but James has put this up, so I thought I'd post it. Well, I've, like, I've learned video editing. <laughs> didn't, never occurred to me to start to create a bar yeah, out build of cans. A bar in your so, garden. In, in you could background. build one for the hedgehogs. <gasps> I could. Oh. 
Oh, in fact, that's exactly what I should do. In the <laughs> remember, I was saying right at the start of the show, what can I do for the um, for the video watchers while the titles are running? <gasps> you can put the hedgehog video. I've got in. a hedgehog video Brilliant. which I can pop in. That's exactly what you're going to see, including two hedgehogs having a scrap. Having a fight. It was quite exciting. <laughs> Andrew is super excited by this. No, he's not. He doesn't care less. <laughs> Bloody southerners. Well, for <laughs> southerners now. Yes, anyway, sorry, them, them types. Right, I'll shut up. I'm digging myself out. Quickly, change the subject. Uh, James tweeted about um, Mike Berners-Lee. Uh, you heard us speaking about that on the interview, uh, sorry, on the interview in the chat we had with Tamsin in there. Uh, so just wanted to throw that one in in the news. Kind of a big deal. Uh, Mike Berners-Lee, um, he's done an awful lot of, of um, sustainability stuff. He's got a consultancy now and a couple of books, which uh, I know people have uh, within the community have read and enjoyed. So uh, if you're looking to find a little bit more about what is uh, taking James and Brewdog down this route, uh, I think we'll be hearing more from Mike Berners-Lee. And there are a couple of books. There's no Planet B and How Bad Are Your Bananas, which you might want to pick up or listen to or however you do your books. There you go. Who's got the next one? What what a ridiculous family, by the way. So you've got Mike Berners-Lee, renowned environmental scientist, and his brother invented the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What have we done with our lives? Anyway, uh, <laughs> next up beer. is you can hedgehog do videos. beer schools. But hedgehog news, exactly. Beer schools at home. That's what we want to talk about. So you can do a beer school from the comfort of your own lot. Uh, living so you can order your tasting kit from brew dog which gets you four beers two glasses beer mats and a tasting guide and then you watch pre-recorded videos that do the beer school experience you might get in the bar so check it out on the brew dog website brewdog.com slash uk slash beer school at home yeah i've uh, i'm just waiting for my computer to finally start to play this youtube video what could possibly go wrong this is the... Oh, there we go. Where should you put your money? People so, ask me all the time. They say, Kill, I got 10... Okay, this is a guy now... It's an advert. Where to invest your money during the 2020 recession. Well, that's as far as I can be bothered. Ooh. I pay for bloody... Um, <laughs> I pay for YouTube. You know, the paid one. You know, it, nag it, it nagged me so badly that I went, do you know what? To stop oh, it nagging, I'm just going to press the button. And so, yeah, anyway. Uh, Skip that nonsense. Yeah, fair enough. Who's got this one? Is it you, Joe? Oh, it's me. Yes. Yeah. All right. Go for it. Punk pledge. Oh. Right. So. Punk they have pledge. Made, they, are you. Uh, they would like everyone to try punk, and if you don't like it, you're going to get your money back, and that is the punk pledge. So you got to order four punk IPA crawlers on Brewdog now, and they will guarantee that you'll love them. If you don't love them, you got to fill out a form to say why you don't love them, and then you'll get your money back. I actually went ahead and started to fill the form out because I was curious. I was curious to know what sort of information they were looking for. Oh, yeah. I never quite went through with it because obviously you've got to put in your receipt details and all that. But yeah. do you know, do you know what? I was surprised they weren't making you jump through hoops. They were just going, you know, just tell us how the experience was. Tell us what you thought of the drink, and and that's all they seemed to want. And then they were going to work out how to get you a refund after that. So, is this um, a bit of an honest to dog moment? Um, or is it better than that? I. Thing about honest to dog is that kind of went viral, didn't it? You know, yeah. people were hacking the, the system and all that. It, it was that was quite something. I don't think this will get that. I think people just see it straight away because you've got to spend money first on this one to yeah. then get a refund, and that has got to be pretty miserable to then, you know, to to be taking the money out of the hands of the people who've just delivered you a beer or poured you a beer, yeah. you know. So, 
Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Right, uh, moving on. What have we got next? Who is it? He said very quickly. Oh, well, if I'm looking, then it must be me. Um, James on the forum, he was looking for feedback on a, a new beer, as we've mentioned earlier. But this one is an interesting one. I will show you right now. It is Double Punk IPA. So Punk IPA, flagship since number one. He's considering Double Punk, and he was asking people for feedback on a can design. Most people leaning towards can design B there, which is very nice. They kind of look like 440ml cans to me, or 500ml cans there. Um, but yeah, uh, any thoughts on Double Punk? Is it the beer that we want? Are we actually going to be able to taste that it's punk with more alcohol? I'll try it. I'll try it. I'm not a massive double IPA fan. They always no. end up being a little bit too bitter for me. Oh. I am. And to be honest, the best beer I've drunk recently is a double IPA. For me, it's possibly the, one of the greatest beers of all time, which is Nebuchadnezzar by Omnipolo. So if it's even two thirds as good as that, I will be delighted. Excellent. Joe. You've got our final one. How did we do on time? Look at that. Look at that. Are we dead on? Bang on. You've got nice. our last one on the 15th minute. Go nice. for it. Right, so the uh, the old online shop's looking a little bit different. Oh, it is indeed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all everything's a bit all over the place. Um, and it's only bundles. But that is for speed of processing, so I understand why they've done that. Would you like to explain to our listeners what a bundle is? So, well, it depends on which bundle you order. So it will be minimum of about four cans up to, what, 48? Do I see that somewhere? Am I making that up? No, no, right along the bottom here as we're looking on the screen. There's pale ales, amplified, alcohol-free, yeah. So there are, there's sour bot bundles, there's pale bundles there was a what was that what was the stout one the other day there was a stout bundle there were guest bundles jumped on that fast got myself burley oak massive burley oak fan here right now and there's Can't fast, get the... fast track bundles oh fast track bundles yeah that must mean that they're ready to just stick a label on and go do you notice how i cut you off there when you were talking about burley oak yeah i did that was deliberate because i'm so i know jealous i really really <laughs> really want to try them and they were on at Castlegate really, the other really night, want, and I couldn't. Oh, I really want the raspberry cheesecake one. It's uh, not in the bundle. Check all these out. There's loads, loads and yep. loads and loads. 50, 60 quid. Look at this one. Amplified. 112 quid for a bundle. Oof. 48 different cans. But that is some serious, serious beer in there. Lots of uh, OG Hazy Janes. Lots of the... Uh, collaborations with various different yeah so it's okay i mean and it someone brings it to your door yeah yeah if it's the beers you want then i think i think it's great for free yeah yeah although the free yeah free fill a box tonight yeah you fill a box so yeah no no fill a box and it's free and you fill it and so they're full boxes so yeah of course yeah yeah okay fair enough um okay cool what else have we got have we hit the bottom of the list yes we did okay it's over to me uh i got a chat now with doug and ben if you missed all of our agm stuff uh here is me doug and ben filling you in on everything that you missed as we uh, fire through the list joining me now 
direct from the United States of America and direct from the south of England, it is, of course, Doug and Ben. Gentlemen, how are you both? Pretty good. Yeah. Living living the apocalypse dream. We actually know that's a lie, Doug. Uh, you're not <laughs> you're not doing that great today. You're in yeah. fact to the point where you were like with Brewdog going, hmm today. <laughs> and you now you're gonna be super polite and there's not gonna be an issue. But yeah, you um you found out that sometimes Brewdog change things and it can be a bit annoying. Uh, yeah, the uh the United States raised three was supposed to end today um, on Friday, made a huge push to get more intros, uh, managed to pull through from Friday morning to now. I went from 27 to 44 intros. So super psyched to close really this thing out strong yeah. to make sure that nobody could catch me right as it ended. And then today they extended the raise for another 183 days. <laughs> so it's like, ah. Uh, You'll get your trip to Germany, hopefully. <laughs> I know there's a couple of others chasing your tail, and they've got longer now, but something yeah. tells me, Doug, that with your passion... Oh, we're all talking. Everybody at the top, we're talking about what happened and what's going on. Yeah, fair enough. Well, anyway, we're not here to talk about um, Doug's <laughs> misfortune with getting a free trip, because the sympathy is not... Uh, I can't even speak... <laughs> Let's have a quick chat. We're here to very quickly recap our lovely listeners and viewers on uh, what James and Martin talked about during the AGM speech. Now, uh, Tamsin uh, obviously covering um, all the sustainability stuff, so I have deliberately skipped that out of the list. Uh, But I thought it'd be cool just to run through some of these things here. Um, So they basically went through what rocked, and what, what always gets me and surprises me is every time they do these yearly recaps of what rocked, it's like, Oh my word, that is a hell of a list. And that was only in the last 12 months. So it always makes me feel like, you know, it's a big thumbs up for for Brewdog. But uh, there was the new, stop me at any time, any of these gents. Uh, There was the new Berlin Brewery. Sorry, Doug, shouldn't mention that now. That's uh, bad timing. Um, Yeah, this Australia Brewery as well. Uh, The Time Magazine. uh, This is one James really loves, is the Time Magazine, uh, 100 Greatest Places. Um, obviously, the launch of the new branding was mentioned as well, which seems to be going well, and everybody seems mm-hmm. to be a lot more used to now. Um, 17 new bars they opened, not as many as uh, as they have done, uh, but they did open the alcohol-free one, which, Ben, you spoke and quite a lot about. Yeah, it was um, great. That place. Yeah, exactly. 130,000 equity punks, not held, not held back by anyone uh, at the moment, so mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh, Brewdog Distilling Co., uh, they've now doing vodka, gin, and rum, basically, going forward, uh, which is, they're all in production all the time now, which is great. Whiskey just around the corner. And yeah. that's so soon as well. Yeah. Uh, the Tomorrow Charter, which, again, will be, uh, Tamsin's covering all that. Um, the collaboration with British Airways, uh, which is not a small thing, actually. I always think, like, oh, yeah, you know, it's nice. And that. That's British Airways. I mean, assuming they're going to be around at the end of the lockdown, that'll be, you know, but it's, it's still a cool thing. Nanodog, of course, which is one thing we're very jealous of the Americans for having before we do. Well, only be jealous of people that live in Ohio. Yeah. Near, near Columbus, because that's the only people who get it, so... <laughs> Maybe that's why it's called Nano Dog because it's only restricted to tiny numbers of people. Yeah, it's it's they're doing pretty small batches, and yeah, it's local to Columbus, is it? So, 
And one thing that I am chuffed for, because Ben, I remember you having a very a conversation with Mr. James Watt about this. The Brewdog Network is now all programs available on YouTube. Yep. Do you, I, want, uh... do you want to pop your I told you so hat on? <laughs> or? Yeah, um, at Christmas time, I sent him about five emails as we we're going back and forth about it. Um, so by moving it to YouTube, they can turn it more into a promotional strategy for the brand. Um, the, most of the content's already created, so you know they're not plowing more money into something and you know, they can use their back catalogue to try and gain online store sales, bar sales, essentially, and just try and get the brand out there. But the three seasons of Brewdogs that they've already got, super interesting. Um, and I think, you know, if they do things right and uh, put everything up during the lockdown when no one's got anything to do, um, yeah. I think it would go incredibly well. Yeah, but- I-, I remember me and my pal used to watch and they were sort of really good after a night in the pub sort of, bit brain offy really but you're not you're not sort of you know expecting to be taxed greatly watching them but i was i am i have mentioned this before i am in one episode so (laughs) you see me opening a door that's my (laughs) my claim to fame it was great fun though i was supposed to be at the uh, heathrow episode but i couldn't get to london in time (laughs) oh the irony brilliant anyway so yes thank you that covers all the bits that what rocked but yeah, let's have a little run through some of these. So, um, some of these, like the the things they announced is coming soon. Um, very little detail at all. Um, and people asking on the forum, no one's really sort of replying back. So, um, loyalty program. Have either of you two heard anything about the loyalty program? Um, not a lot, apart from there's going to be stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Just no number ninety four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're they're supposed to be doing uh developing a just a phone app, so you don't need your card, and then you track all your stickers and your stamps on your card instead of the physical book. Well, the thing is, they so, so, when they talked about this, uh, they talked about the um, beer visa two point uh, mm-hmm. also including beers, but it was hard to tell. It felt like when they talked about the loyalty program and the beer visa as being almost two separate things, but. It's kind of hard to imagine they wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it would feel like it would naturally go hand in hand. Um, Unless there's... um, The only thing I can liken it to is there's this thing in America at the moment where small independent radio stations are trying to gain um, loyalty. So they monitor how often people are listening to them uh, through apps and through... uh, websites and stuff and you can win prizes and stuff like that so it might be a similar vein to that where it's like oh you've gone to the brewdog bar this many times you can win this one thing they have to be very careful on that though is in scotland uh, at least you cannot encourage people this whole spirit of the changes to the law you cannot encourage people to drink more than they would like to that's why in scotland you can't have the buy one get one freeze or the cheap you can certainly discount booze Ah, you, you can't encourage people to buy two, get a third one free because you're encouraging them to take more alcohol on than they would have done otherwise. Um, so, yeah, so it'd be very interesting to see how the two combine. Um, again, I know I've seen people asking about this on the forum and there's there's, yeah. there's no clear thing. So who knows? Maybe it was a plan that was in the works and they just went, let's tell people about it and then we'll work it out when the everybody gets back to work properly. Who knows? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Why develop a product people can't use anyhow? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Hard to beta test. <laughs> uh, beer education program. This one, I think, they'd be great to get up and running just now. I would love to just be spending 10, 15 minutes of an evening just learning something new about beer, learning about the brewing styles, learning about all that Cicero magic. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that one would be great. Um, Again, I'd I'd love to see this as being super accessible. I hope it's not sort of locked away behind like an app or anything like that. But um, we'll see. Depends how it's developed as well, because I know when I was doing my um, certified beer server, um, I used the BrewDog um, tools, but I also bought an ebook with uh, the flashcards and stuff. But it's because Cicero make their own learning tools. private and they want people to pay them for them so yep. um, they're, they're kind of trying to act like the publisher and the uh, exam board at the same time um, so it depends on what kind of deal that they've got going on with Cicerone whether they can say it's like training up to CBS or um, or certified yeah interesting well we'll find out uh, as with most of these things Mega Dog Tap, we do know a bit about that. Um, the idea that they're going to basically transform quite a lot of the areas up at Ellen, um, including over the canning line, so you can see the cans being produced. And one thing I actually missed on the live stream, because uh, I wasn't paying that much attention, because we were busy setting up for ours, is that they've, they've kind of got this idea of what they want to do is to be able to run part of the canning line through the actual new bar that they're going to make, which... How that'll work from a health and safety point of view, I've no idea. <laughs> but I'll tell you now, that would be very cool. I don't think yeah. that's ever been done anywhere else in the world. Not as far as I know, anyway. No, I mean, push a button, get the freshest beer you can get, right? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the story of my last, um, well, my first time at Dog Tap. Um, I went for the tour and they got to the bit at the end and everyone was excited. Said, oh, yeah, this is where we get a bottle of beer off the line. Oh, no. Here and we go. they were all like really happy. It was a bottle of Nanny State. Brilliant. And everyone's face <laughs> they just handed it over. Um, and we found out that they were canning Hazy Jane around the corner. Oh, <laughs> we <were just> like... <laughs> oh no. Amazing. Um, Mumbai and Shanghai, uh, they mentioned them. Um, obviously, that'd be great to see, but we'll wait and see. Obviously, so many factors. Uh, Doghouse Manchester, I believe that construction has started. I'm, I, I may be wrong. Correct me if I am. Um, yeah, but the big sure. hotel there, right in Piccadilly, is going to be damn impressive mm. um really exciting that one that that could yeah. transform things in manchester i mean you know already obviously got the two bars it'll still remain two bars once the one moves but it'll be huge and and piccadilly gardens that location is amazing that will be a real um i don't want to use the word flagship because there's already a flagship <laughs> bar but that will be a real iconic bar uh for Brewdog if that all manages to come off okay now um, limited edition punk packs. Yeah, um, <laughs> the um, the artwork that was shown it's it's nice, but I, I can't see it really being a thing that's gonna like explode sales online. Maybe I don't know if it got to retail and you know there were like four can designs to collect or something. But then again, you run into the whole not encouraging drinking thing in scotland yeah mm, wow um yeah so um limited edition punk packs would i be rushing i mean 
again, there was no de- real details. Would I be rushing out to buy a limited edition punk pack? I mean, I know for will. I could. I think I'm channeling Andrew right now, going like, oh. <laughs> I think the mistake is they're not working with artists. Like, yeah. if it was like a, a limited edition, we got say Joanna to do a can design. Yeah. You know, but it, it's in-house stuff. I mean, or I play, could play Fisher than the backs, or yeah, yeah, Fisher's Fisher or spray can in each one of as it comes off the line. I know personally about five or six like artists who want me to get them in touch with Brewdog because they yeah. always wanted to get their art on a can because that's like like the ultimate products you can have something on because um, who was it Andy Warhol used to um, design beer labels for um, I think it was Natty Light don't quote me on that it was like a big American uh, macro brewery and. Um, People were like buying them in hordes, thinking that it was going to be like a collector's item in the future. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You're learning facts today on the Big Dog News podcast <laughs> as well. Um, Doug, you can stop being so selfish, keeping all those nitro beers to the USA. I well, saw that. You guys are getting there. We're going to get some of your nitro beers over here. That's great news. They will all that's be probably awesome. very high ABV because that's the only way to get them over the water without them going uh, past their best, I would imagine. But yep. yeah, um, that is definitely, I mean, apart from the merchandise, one thing that we're very jealous of. Um, yeah. do, you, do you have a particular favorite nitro beer that Brewdog do? Uh, the Jet Black Heart Espresso. Yeah. Um, oh my God, that's a good beer. It's just got this um this banana chocolate covered banana is what i think of when i drink that beer it's so easy to drink dangerously easy to drink it's like, like um, a chocolate sasha tort i think if yeah technical like really good chocolate cake that's the only thing it reminds me of it's so good yeah you put it in your glass and that nature makes it so creamy and then you look and it's empty it's like well i get another <laughs> <laughs> um that's beer to be excited about. Are either of you excited about an alcohol-free lager? Uh, yeah. Um, if it's good, I'll drink it. Uh, I'm quite into Lucky Saint, which uh, I met the guys at the AF bar who make that. And that was an exceptional uh, alcohol-free pilsner um, that they, they've actually gone to Germany to manufacture. Um, and they've done a lot of work into. But I think Brewdog... Um, they're probably one of the only craft breweries out there who've got the capacity to actually throw enough money at something like that to make it a decent product. Yeah, um, and and they're obviously now learning faster with this alcohol-free stuff because uh, Ian James said it. You know, it took off way more than they ever thought it would. So that'd be great. I mean, especially as well as they're attracting talent from around the world who, who know about the creative process of making these things. Yeah. Yeah, and I know they're just adding a pasteurizer in the states so they can start making the uh, AF beer here. Yep. So it's all good. Yep. Uh, and the last one on my list is the whiskey. Um, they did mention this, the Young Blood whiskey, which I think will be a hint to the style that it'll be because it will be only just hitting three years old. So Brudo have had a, a few attempts at making whiskey. I mean, it's always been very, very small batch and sort of done for themselves. And it's never been... Um, I'm being perhaps a little unfair. It's never been received as anything other than the what it is, which is you know a first attempt and all that. So yep. there's a lot of excitement about this. I know uh, this is the the passion project of um, Martin much more than James, 
Um, so yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Do you like a malt, Doug? Yes, absolutely. Actually, last night we finished off our Lagavulin and our Glenfiddich. We finished them both. We had about this much left in each. Excellent. I mean, I could just nip up the road of, to the actual place and get you another one if you like. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And the irony is I don't really like whiskey, which uh, is, you know, I must be annoying for you. <laughs> no, I, I like you know, I like, I like spirits. You, know, I'm, I'm pretty happy that, uh, you know, they keep talking about building the distillery in the States. Um, but again, that's going to be a small still, and they're going to import most of everything from Ellen. Yeah. So I feel bad for the people in Ellen once their booze hits the States and everybody goes, oh, this is really good. Yeah. Well, they've been busy making hand sanitizer. They're used to scaling yep. up just now. So yep. um, that's the bottom of my list, gentlemen. And I've done quite a lot of talking there. Are you are you excited for the future of Brewdog at the moment as much as we can cross our fingers? I mean, are the projects they've announced, do they let you down? Do they get your, get your blood flowing? What's your thoughts? It's um, it's obviously not as exciting as previous years because um, you know, I think there's also like an element of like having thousands of people around you when things are being announced to kind of make you feel the room a bit more, like as mm. to how people are reacting to certain things. Um, yeah. But I mean, considering what's going on this year, and obviously the rebrand was supposed to be like their big project this year. Um, after um, me and Joe had a chat with James, that was like the top of his list was the rebrand. So yeah. um, I guess he, you know, the team were hoping to go, the rebrand's working, this is how we're doing like at the AGM. But um, obviously it wouldn't be a good time to like try and run those numbers. But, you know, I'm I'm remaining positive and things are still going pretty well for the company considering. Um, yeah, I suppose. And it is, it's a, it's a modest list. Uh, it's not. A, it's not a small list of, of coming soon stuff. But yeah. you know, it is modest, and it's not like James is sitting there going, "Oh well, we, uh, you know, we've 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 got these grand plans, and we, you know, screw this lockdown or anything like that." You know, it's it's all been taken on board. So, yeah. And the and the the bars in the states are all starting to open back up, at least for um, uh, carry out and uh, pick up. So that's good uh, to see those. You know, a lot of the because for a while, Dog Cap was the only place open. But now, um, Pittsburgh, Cincy, India are all doing carryout. And I think they're starting to look at doing some delivery. Uh, and I think Franklinton just opened. And I'm not sure about Short North, but America's starting to... The business in America starting to move again, where before, when you have one bar out of six open, it's hard to hard to sustain. So that, that was good news, I thought, this last week. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. So, okay, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and for running through that list with me. Uh, to be honest, it's just an excuse to, to see you and hear you uh, and to know that you're both doing well at the moment, which you both seem to be. So, um, except for Doug, who's still a bit annoyed, but, you know, give it a day or two and he'll be fine. I get over it. <laughs> now, if somebody, if somebody beats me, whole nother story. <laughs> yes, uh, shout out to friend of the show, uh, Carrie and Wes, uh, who are... Uh, your nearest competition or probably pup dog maybe or well it's it's me Americans, jim ritchie carrie then pup dog so there you go we're the top four the famous. we've all been talking through this whole thing it's it's all good i mean it's 
It's, it's, <laughs> dude, it's we're doing what we can to get money into Brewdog's hands. Yeah, at That's least I have to look at it. And the main thing is, nobody keeps bringing it up and reminding you of it. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks so much. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. And there we go. That was me and Ben and Doug, as you know, because you were just listening to it. I don't even know why I say that. Right, Joe, let's get this thing started to be finished. Feels like it's gone on. Go for it. Give us a bad joke. Well, I, I haven't actually got a, a joke. I've got a fact for you, okay? Oh. So, you know, because we've been talking Ooh. about um, Brewdog now, and of course uh-huh. they can deliver food. Did you know that the first French fries were not actually cooked in France? Really? Yeah. They were cooked in Greece. Oh. <sighs> Got to keep it going. <laughs> you doing anything interesting this weekend, Andrew? I just lost the will to live, so probably not. Uh, right, let's let's finish off. Joe, if people want to uh, hurl abuse at you and tell you that joke was rubbish, where's the best <laughs> place that they can do it? I am Joanne Lovebeer on the forum, and I am a woman's brew on Instagram and on Facebook. Awesome. Andrew, where can people find you? Find me on the Equity for Punks forum. I am at Andrew there, and I also Instagram sporadically from our podcast handle, which is at Brewdog News Podcast, as does Joe. Excellent. Uh, apparently, it says here Tamsin, it's your sign off, but she's not here, so that's obviously <laughs> left over from a previous script. Uh, you can find me, I'm at Sunscreen pretty much everywhere Twitter, the forums, the whole lot. Uh, that's it for this week. Send us a voicemail. We'd really like some voicemails. We haven't had any for a while. It's very strange. We used to get voicemails, and then the lockdown started, and nobody's sending voicemails anymore. Uh, voicemail number is 01224 518501. You can email us. It will come up on my screen right here. Studio at BrewdogNewsPodcast.com We're on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash BrewdogNewsPodcast and our Twitter is at BrewdogNews. Our Instagram, as Andrew mentioned, has been excellently done by all three of us, as well as Andrew mainly, uh, as BrewdogNewsPodcast. Show notes, past episodes, always available on our website at BrewdogNewsPodcast.com Don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. There is a link on the website. Have a great couple of weeks, everybody. Bye! 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 Bye.